بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم in the name of Allah the most beneficent the most merciful I testify that there is no true God worthy of worship except Allah and that Muhammad is Allah's true slave and messenger may Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam be upon the noble prophet upon his household and the noble companions and those who follow on their path until the day of resurrection we continue the explanation on Shaykh al-Islam's Ibn Taymiyyah's the concise admonition <coughs> and this is number 9 in the series as it will appear inshallah ta'ala on the site and this is the night of the 17th of Muharram 1426 the year 1426 after the hijrah of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said rahimahullah وَمِمَّا يُزِيلُ مُوجَبَ الدُّنُوبِ الْمَصَائِبُ الْمُكَفِّرَةِ And from the things that, or the means that eliminates the punishments entailed by sins are the expiating calamities. Meaning the expiating calamities <coughs> are means that eliminate and prevent the punishments due to sins and their consequences. And then he began to <coughs> to tell some of these calamities. Wahia, and he said wahia, and it is kullu ma yu'limu min hammin aw ada fi malin aw huznin aw irdin aw adan fi malin aw irdin aw jasadin aw ghairi dalik. لكن ليس هذا من فعل العبد he continued to say and to define some of the expiating calamities the expiating calamities and he said from them and then he counted these expiating calamities they expiate the sins from the slaves and they also are referred to as al-masaib al-dunyawiyya the calamities of this life befalling the person in this life in fact the prophet alayhi salatu wasalam said ma yusibu al-mu'mina min wasabin wala nasabin wala ghammin wala hammin wala hazan hatta al-shawkata aw hatta al-shawkati yushakuha illa kaffara allahu biha min khatayah no fatigue, the Prophet ﷺ said, no fatigue, no disease, nor sorrow, nor sadness, nor hurt, nor distress befalls a Muslim. Even if it were the prick he receives from a thorn, but Allah expiates some of his sins for that. But Allah expiates some of his sins for that. And in Sahih Muslim, and also reported by Imam Ahmed, when the verse 123 from Surah An-Nisa, when chapter 4, verse 123 of 100, or verse 123 of chapter 4 was revealed, من يعمل سوءا يجزى به. Whoever works evil will have the recompense thereof 
when that was revealed, it was difficult on the Muslims. And the impact was very intense. So they complained to the Messenger and the Prophet admonished them saying, Qaribu wa saddidu fakullu ma yusabu bihi al-Muslim kaffaratun hatta al-nakbata yunkabuha wal-shawkata yushakuha. So when this verse was revealed, whoever does evil will be requited for it. And when this was conveyed to the Muslims, they were greatly perturbed. Thereupon Allah's Messenger said to them, admonishing them, Be moderate and stand firm in trouble that befalls to the lot of a Muslim, as that itself is an expiation for him is an expiation for him even stumbling on the path of the pricking of a thorn are an expiation for him then he went to count some of these calamities he said كل ما يؤلم everything which hurts and is painful from worries and grief which may touch the believer. It's due to something he may lose or he may lose or something worries him concerning the future. And the worries that affect man are many like the worries of the children the worry concerning his deen is he firm on it is he really giving it the attention it requires is he trying to learn his deen to get better or is he abusing his time in many unbeneficial things also, the worry about illnesses and sickness. The worry about knowledge. Is he seeking knowledge? Is he trying to better himself with beneficial knowledge? Also, the worries concerning jihad. Is he striving in the cause of Allah? The worries concerning the da'wah. Is he conducting da'wah to the best of his ability worries concerning correcting things and so forth many are the worries that are of concern to man and then he mentioned al-hazan the grief and the sorrows and these are in opposition to the happiness. And this reflects the feeling concerning what may occur from something disliked or missing something beloved 
in the past. And from that, the sorrow and sadness for losing someone beloved or separating from someone close or losing wealth or being sad for a certain failure or the like. And then he said, أو أذى في مال أو عرض أو جسد أو غير ذلك and from the expiating matters is a harm that may befall the man or the person in himself, in his body or in his worldly affairs or even for the hereafter from the matters related to the hereafter Something also may harm him concerning what he possesses, losing it, having it taken away by robbery or theft, or getting destroyed or the like from the things which affect the wealth. Then he mentioned, or Arab. Ard reflects the honor, the harm or the hurt befalling the person in his honor. And from that is what occurs to him from backbiting by people or defaming or lying. All of this affects the person's honor. And all of this is from the matters that can be expiating of his sins. Then he mentioned awjasad, meaning harm affecting the body. For example, being beaten or receiving some injuries or breaking some of his bones, fractures, toil, sickness, torture, being killed, and the like. From the worldly calamities, all of which, all of which are expiating for his sins. Then he, however, at the end mentioned something important. He said, لَكِنْ هَذَا لَيْسَ مِنْ فِعْلِ الْعَبْدِ Meaning, these calamities are not from his actions by choice, which he intends. However, these are matters pre-decreed from Allah. And due to a great wisdom, Manifesting Allah's justice, mercy, and bounties. From that, from the wisdoms of having these calamities befalling the slave, is extracting the slave's ubudiyya to Allah. 
extracting his pure worship to Allah, letting him know that no one can be of a real benefit or bring him or cause him harm except Allah. So turn to him alone. And from that also, extracting patience and treating on perseverance and purification of the heart and extracting his humbleness and humility to Allah and sincerity and turning to him and for letting him realize and learn the merit of soundness in his mind, in his body, in his deen and letting him know that this life is despicable don't give it much concern it is created for you you are not created for it and from the greatest wisdom is extracting or expiating his sins some of the salaf said a beautiful statement some of the righteous predecessors said a beautiful statement he said لَوْلَا مَصَائِبُ الدُّنْيَا لَوَرَدْنَا الْآخِرَةَ مَفَالِيسِ Had it not been for the calamities befalling in this life, we would have come to the hereafter corrupt, having nothing. Having nothing. Al-Imam Ibn Abi Al-Izz Al-Hanafi رحمه الله Al-Imam Ibn Abi Al-Izz Al-Hanafi Rahimahullah said in the explanation of the Tahawiyya Creed فَالْمَصَائِبُ نَفْسُهَا مُكَثِّرًا Imam Ibn Abi Al-Izz Al-Hanafi Rahimahullah said calamities in themselves are expiations and by being patiently perseverant on them the slave will be rewarded and by being discontent he will be held sinful and patience and discontent are matters different from the calamity because the calamity is from the action of Allah, not from the action of the slave. And it is a recompense for the slave's sins. And they will be expiating these sins. However, the person will be rewarded or will be held sinful on his actions. And patience and discontent are from his actions. Yet remembering that the reward from Allah could take place or befall the person not because of any cause or due to a cause from him, from the person. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَيُؤْتِ مِنْ لَدُنْهُ أَجْرًا عَظِيمًا In 440.
ويؤتي من لدنه أجرا عظيما Surely Allah wrongs not even of the weight of an atom or of a small ant. But if there is any good done, he doubles it and gives from him a great reward. The illness itself is a recompense and an expiation. These matters that Sheikh al-Islam ibn Taymiyyah mentioned and which we have discussed now, pertaining to the al-masa'ib al-mukaffira the expiating calamities they should be added to what already was explained earlier from the matters and means that eliminate and or prevent the punishments due to sins then Shaykh al-Islam rahimahullah said فَلَمَّا قَضَى بِهَاتَيْنِ الْكَلِمَتَيْنِ when the Prophet ﷺ finished these, the two statements admonishing Mu'ad, اتَّقِ اللَّهَ حَيْثُ مَا كُنْتْ Fear Allah wherever you, be, you may be, وَأَتْبِعِ السَّيِّئَةَ الْحَسَنَةَ تَمْحُهَا And follow the bad deed with a good one, and it will remove it. After he mentioned this to him, He told him, وَخَالِقِ النَّاسَ بِخُلُقٍ حَسَنٍ Treat people through a good character, through a good character, through a good way. So now, so far from these two, from these statements, fear Allah wherever you may be, and follow the bad deed with a good one, it will remove it and treat people through a good character or a good way the prophet sallallahu had described two rights the first right is the right of allah and that comprises the righteous deeds and correcting the corrupt ones then he mentioned the right of people and that is Treat people through a good character or a good way. And this will be, inshallah, the second part concerning the rights of people will be the topic of the next talk, inshallah ta'ala, when we resume it. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa